name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to St. Bride's Church for the celebration of morning Mass, which is, of course, the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Elizabeth Morris. Welcome to the church uh, family members who are here with us, especially uh, Anne and Carol and Irene, and uh, welcome too to John and Isabel and Susan and all the family members who are here with us. Welcome also to family friends who have joined us uh, for the Mass, Betty's friends and, of course, Andy's friends as well, and uh, all uh, family friends who have joined us uh, uh, today. I think that we are joined uh, today uh, with a great spirit of thanksgiving in our own hearts for the life of somebody who has touched us in a very special way, her kindness, her generosity, uh, with her good humour. Um, and we thank God for all of these blessings that have come to us uh, through Betty. And uh, today we're united uh, in thanksgiving. But also today we're invited to pray for the repose of our soul, and we do that uh, especially in our prayers and through the Mass. We say together, I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. I ask Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Listen kindly to our prayers, O Lord. As our faith in your Son raised from the dead has deepened, may our hope of the resurrection for your departed servant also find new strength. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will prepare for all peoples a banquet of rich food. On this mountain, he will remove the mourning veil covering all peoples and the shroud enwrapping all nations. He will destroy death forever. The Lord will wipe away the tears from every cheek he will take away his people's shame everywhere on earth, for the Lord has said so. That day it will be said, See, this is our God in whom we hoped for salvation. The Lord is the one in whom we hoped. We exult and we rejoice that he has saved us. The word of the Lord. Bye. 
reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. With God on our side, who can be against us? Since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit us all, we may be certain after such a gift that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could anyone accuse those that God has chosen? When God acquits, could anyone condemn? Could Christ Jesus? No, he not only died for us, he rose from the dead, and there at God's right hand he stands and pleads for us. Nothing, therefore, can come between us and the love of Christ, even if we are troubled or worried or being persecuted or lacking food or clothes or being threatened or even attacked. These are the trials through which we triumph, by the power of him who loved us. For I am certain of this, neither death nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing that exists, nothing still to come, 
not any power or height or depth, nor any created thing can ever come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ Jesus our Lord. The word of the Lord. and the life says the Lord whoever believes in me will never die Alleluia 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 The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place... I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am, you may be too. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. In the visits that I made uh, to see Betty when she was ill, I often asked her if she was worried or had any concerns or any fears. The answer was always the same. She wasn't afraid, had no fears, and was taking each day as it came. It was kind of the way, I think, that she lived her life. She wasn't one to worry about many things and used to often say that she gave Andy, her husband, her worries to let him worry about them. She was one of those ships that makes its way through the water, cutting through the waves and staying on course, never tossed from side to side, but keeping a straight course. Some people, as you know, spend their life worrying about a million and one things, not Betty. That came in handy over the last uh, few months. She met everything with great calmness and great acceptance. She was too used to handing things over for others to worry about. And I suppose being a woman of faith herself, she simply handed over these worries to the Lord. What was to come was in his hands. If these were to be the final weeks of her life, she would accept that, realising that she'd lived a long life and had been very fortunate and blessed along the way.
She was fully aware that things were not good, but at the end of the day, she simply handed over that worry, trusted and hoped that everything would be okay, and it turned out to be just that. Her illness gradually saw her weaker, until in the end she simply slept away in a most peaceful way. Everything was fine, as she knew it would be. The Lord in whom she had put her trust did not disappoint her. Those readings that we've listened to today remind us that God will not disappoint us. When days of trouble come, he will be with us. Nothing, no obstacle, no difficulty will ever frustrate us or come between us and him. And likewise, when that day of trial does come, we will not be overcome, but we will prove by our courage and perseverance and endurance that we are salt of the earth and light of the world. All through her life, in a quiet way, her faith was very important uh, to Betty. Her mass, her prayers, her church meant everything to her. I should tell you this story also, which probably illumines something. Uh, maybe you knew about Betty that she liked bed and she liked sleeping. And we sometimes asked the girls if it was Sunday. And when they said it wasn't, she would say, thank goodness, we don't have to get up for mass. <laughs> and then she would turn over. Having said that, when it, having said that, when it was Sunday, she never missed and was up with a lark coming to Mass uh, with our friends. People who have heard of her death uh, in the parish in Westburn, where she lived, have said how sad they are to hear of Betty's death. At the end, Betty lived a, a long life, uh, 87 years of age. Her parents, uh, Agnes and Thomas McCusker, her brothers and sisters, Bill and John and Tom, Nan and Isabel and Betty. Only two now remain from the family, uh, John and Isabel. They are here with us today. And Isabel, in front, was 90 years of age yesterday. Family at first uh, stayed at Coat Dyke and then moved to Sharp Avenue, uh, where the churches at Monica's and the Old Monklands. Uh, this was to be the family home for 60 years and the place where her own girls were to visit regularly in their young years and also their adult lives. She went to All Saints Primary School uh, in Coat Dyke and St Mary's Secondary. The family tell me that she wasn't very good at domestic chores, something that was to continue all her life. Uh, as a youngster when sent to clean the toilets, uh, she would have to be sent to just check just exactly where she was only to find out that she was reading the paper. No work done. That dislike for domestic chores was to continue all her life, although the girls confessed that she was never shy of delegating those tasks to them. At the age of 24, she met uh, the dancing, Andy, tall lad from Canvas Lang, and dancing was to be a passion for them both all their married lives. They were great dancers, gliding effortlessly across the dance floor and always looked very elegant. 
were to marry at St Monica's on the 4th of February 1958 and were to have a most happy and long marriage together. They were very happy and content in one another's presence and got on well all of their days. And when he passed away just a few short years ago, she missed him very much. Somehow, and I'm not sure how this is, but Andy persuaded Betty to come to Cambus Lang, a place that she thought was the end of the world. Not sure how he managed to do that. He stayed at Halfway, first of all, and then moved to Westburn, where they have lived for many years. Betty herself was very close to Andy's parents and close to the family. Betty worked at the C&A store in the centre of Glasgow. Uh, She loved her work and loved the people that she worked with alongside uh, and the people also that she served. She loved work and going into the city. She'd been an active member of the Guild at St Charles's in Newton and made many friends there also. She enjoyed their company and the activities that they involved themselves in. She was very much a person who liked the company of friends, and both she and Andy had many friends over the years. She liked especially to go into the city, uh, and when she had free time, uh, to hit those shops. Never much liked being kept in, liked to be out and about and active and doing many things. Both herself and Andy had a family of three girls, Anne and Carol and Irene. The family themselves have been very close. Girls loved their parents and consider themselves to have been very blessed that they have both lived their parents long lives well into their own adult lives. They were the best of parents, were kind and considerate and very supportive. There are so many happy days and happy things to remember today uh, on this day. Over the last few years, as you probably know, Betty's health was not great. It was a cause for concern, but she fought back to recover some ground, and the girls were a great support to her. In those last weeks and months of her life, we used to say about her daughters that they had been so good, and she would not have been able to cope without them. She was nursed and cared for very well by them. As mentioned yesterday evening, the way that most of us will remember Betty in times to come was her smile, that twinkle in her eye, and her hearty laugh. She always exuded a great sense of joy and happiness and warmth. Again, as mentioned yesterday, I don't think that she changed much over the years. She was always warm, friendly, and a delight to meet. Over the course of her own life, she loved life uh, and considered herself to be very blessed in the family and the friends that she made over the years. There was no sense of disappointment, just happiness and contentment at the way that things had unfolded. I was able uh, in those last hours before her death to give her the last rites, and after a few hours she just simply slipped away in the presence of the girls. It was just exactly as she would have wished it to be. As always, she put things in God's hands. In these last weeks and months, 
she put what was to be the outcome of the illness in his hands. And as I mentioned before, he did not disappoint, for she had strength and courage and great peace of mind. She was never afraid and never worried. God will not disappoint her now. There is a life beyond this life, and she herself is invited to that life where she will be reunited with the man that she met and married over 60 years ago and all of those that she loved. She's reached the end of the journey, and there at the end, God is there who never disappoints, never lets us down, and never forsakes us. Please stand. We come to our loving Father asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the church, that we may grow in our faith in the power of Jesus over sin and death. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the leaders of nations, that they may promote peace and justice in the world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For those who mourn their loss, especially the family and friends of our sister Betty, that their grief may be lightened by the risen Christ and his promise to unite us again in our heavenly home. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Betty, our sister, who sleeps in the Lord, that she may be raised up on the last day and receive the reward of her goodness. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. In silent prayer, let us remember our personal needs and intentions. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Please join in our offer to him, I Watch the Sunrise.
day now, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Look favourably on our offerings, O Lord, so that your departed servant, Elizabeth, may be taken up into glory with your Son, in whose great mystery of love we are all united, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth and before you, without end, we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in heaven. Blessed to see you coming. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them which you fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. And remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Elizabeth, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy in us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. We stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. 
Her Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter into my life, but only say the word of my soul shall be given.
Let us pray. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that your servant Elizabeth, for whom you have celebrated this Paschal Sacrament, may pass over to a dwelling place of light and peace. And we ask this prayer through Christ our Lord. Just before the final prayers, just to thank all of you for being present uh, here today and uh, consolation to the family to see so many here in the church uh, today uh, for them. Family also want me to thank uh, Charlene uh, McCarlin, who was the Macmillan nurse uh, for Betty, and also uh, carers and district nurses uh, who helped in so many different ways, and also uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Frenchock, who was the uh, GP as well. So want to thank you, uh, thank them for all of that. Um, and they just want to say also, if you want to go to the crematorium, there's uh, cars and transport there. Uh, if you've not got any transport, then uh, people will be make their cars available for you. to God the Most High. 
He's joining our final hymn, Walk With Me, O My Lord. Deepest mountain side. 